Welcome to the Aesthetic Doctor Podcast. We don't shy away and keep secrets here. We empower you with education, telling you the truth about all things aesthetic medicine while encouraging you to be the best version of yourself. It's time to look great and feel good doing it. This is your host, mom, speaker, and board-certified physician, Dr. Judith Forger. Welcome to episode 18 of the Aesthetic Doctor Podcast. I am so happy that you're here, and today we're going to talk about some of the dimensions of aging. I feel like I have this conversation a lot in my office, so I wanted to have it here on the podcast. What are some of the ways that aging happens within our skin, and maybe what are some of the ways to reduce it and really allow you to see more why there's no one size fits all treatment. So you might come into my office for Botox, but Botox can't fix everything. You know, it really has to be a combined approach because aging happens in multiple dimensions. And so for optimal rejuvenation, that rejuvenation also has to happen in multiple dimensions. So let's talk about of some of the signs of aging that happen in the skin. You know, number one, as you age, you have the loss of all the molecules within the skin, your collagen, your elastin, your hyaluronic acid. Those are really the building blocks for the skin. You also have a decrease in the overall thickness of the skin, and you have more senescence in the rebuilding process. You also have decrease in hydration, meaning your skin has less moisture. It holds on to, meaning you might need to give it more moisture. When we think about sort of some of the physical signs of aging, sometimes they're called phenotypes, we see different things happening with aging, which means there's different things we have to do to combat those signs of aging. Um, Of course, we all know about wrinkles. That is probably the most common reason why people come into my office. We get some sagging of the skin. We get some loss of volume within the skin and the face. And we get what we call some dispigmentation or some kind of like age spots, sunspots. We can get some telangiectasias, which really just means like unwanted vessels. So that can take the form of actual like veins that are now more prominent or unwanted vessels within the skin, but it can also take the form of some unwanted redness within the skin. And then of course, older skin has a different roughness and different texture to it. You know, some of the differences in aging are really based on genetics and also on ethnicities across several studies evaluating facial aging. And we really have what we call some intrinsic aging, which means things that happen in your skin no matter what you do. You know, those are what we call inevitable, meaning you can't really change the physiologic processes that 
result in skin that as we age is more drier, is thinner, has more fine wrinkles and some atrophy. However, there is what we call extrinsic aging, meaning things that your skin experiences or that you do to your skin over a lifetime. And these are modifiable risk factors. So for example, things that make your skin age more include air pollution, smoking, poor nutrition, a big one we talk about all the time is sun exposure. And those things can really result in coarse wrinkles, loss of elasticity, more laxity, and a more textured appearance. Lots and lots of research has shown that long-term exposure to UV radiation or to sun is the primary factor of extrinsic skin aging and is also referred to as photoaging. You know, some of the stuff has already happened, right? Like a lot of you and I grew up in the heyday of Tropicana, where tanning oil was a thing, or tanning beds were a thing. But, you know, we continue to accumulate sun damage over our lifetime. So wearing lots of SPF and a good sunscreen daily, no matter what, is really, really important here. We have talked about smoking in the past, and we have talked about stress and nutrition reduction. Um, there is a podcast I have on the top habits of healthy skin. You know, when we talk about molecular mechanisms in skin aging, you know, there's also oxidative stress, DNA damage, telomere shortening, advanced glycolation, genetic mutations, and inflammation that all contribute to aging. You know, I don't want to get too technical because Already saying these six words in sequence probably made some of you go blah, blah, blah. I don't know what she's talking about. But what I really kind of want to say is that people come to me and they see their skin aging. Very rarely is it that they only have one issue. So they look at their face and they might be like, oh, I'm looking old today. And then I ask them, tell me what you mean by that. Of course, it's easy if they say, well, the only thing that bothers me is these sunspots and nothing else bothers me. Then I can say, oh, look, I have one of the best IPLs on the market. I'm an expert in IPLs. Let's do an IPL to eradicate that sun damage. Boom, problem solved. However, because more than one process happens in aging, a lot of times you might need more than one treatment to dress all the things that you want addressed. And that's why it's a journey, right? That's why we work on what bothers you the most. Sometimes there is a logical stepwise progression. It's kind of like, you know, if you were to build a house, you would do the drywall before you would paint, um, even though you only see the paint. So it's, it's that same thing. You know, if we're going to do a deep radio frequency treatment, I'll probably do your filler after and so on and so forth. But sometimes... It is also really a matter of deciding based on your budget, your downtime, and what bothers you the most, what are we going to do first? You know, most people that you see that have beautiful, beautiful skin and that are really being honest, 
they do more than one thing for their skin, right? They will say, oh yeah, I use really high quality products. And every three to four months, I got my Botox. And I got a facial every month. And you know what? Once a year, I do microneedling series or whatever it might be, right? So you need an expert that can really guide you as to what is the next best thing for your skin. And such as the fact that your skin probably has gone through 40, 50, 60, or however many years of aging. Unfortunately, I don't have a magic filter or a magic wand that I can wave in one treatment. I can make it all go back. You know, there's definitely more and less effective treatments, but different dimensions of aging have different ways to be addressed. Whenever somebody tells you that one treatment is going to fix everything, like, let me tell you, they're lying. Bottom line. Yes, certain treatments might do more than one thing, but let's say for sagging, you probably need some sort of skin tightening treatment, whether that is a radiofrequency treatment, a radiofrequency microneedling, a ablative laser, maybe even a facelift, who knows? But, you know, certain treatments can do similar things. For example, there is multiple treatments that stimulate collagen. And once in a while, we can pick based on your philosophy. That being said, aging itself is a very complex process. I'm trying to not bore you with the scientific details on telomeres and proteins and glycosylation and all that stuff. But Know that when we read the literature and when people study aging, when people study solutions for aging, there are processes that happen inside every single cell of your body that sort of contribute to the inevitable process of aging. On top of that, there are some of the choices that either your past self has made or your current self is making that can either speed up or reverse the aging process that happens. It sort of feels like a bummer for me to say this, but aging is inevitable. Time passes, we get older, and really my philosophy is that at every stage of life, you can still be the best version of yourself. You can be the most confident version of yourself. You can be glorious, you can be magnificent, you can shine. Let me help you do that. There is, in a way, a joy in aging, And there's this whole thing about aging gracefully. And to me, that really has to do with embracing yourself at whatever step of the process that you're at. Loving yourself, having your own back, giving yourself that best self-talk versus beating yourself down. And, you know, also forgiving yourself for the things yourself did in your younger years. Was Jude at... 18 and 20, smart to go on a tanning bed? No, but it was the age of tanning beds. Did she know that tanning oil was going to be not so good? Of course she didn't know. She was young. The world at the time was telling her that tanning is beautiful. She grew up in an era where a Tropicana was the thing, and she grew up with a tanning bed in her house. You know, like, no need to beat myself up. But here I am, 42 and empowered, and I can say, hey, look, I'm going to be the best version of myself. And I'm going to embrace 
some of the experience that life has given me. I'm going to embrace the fact that I get to be at this more wiser mom, doctor, whatever version of myself. So aging is complex. Your life is complex. You get to be uniquely you and you get to be an expression of you at every stage of your life. My job is to make you the most confident self, to celebrate you, yes, to help guide you towards maybe reversing some of that damage that's happened, to maybe erase some of the things that we don't want to see if possible, but with the goal that you show up as your most glorious, authentic self. Aging happens. Aging is multifactorial. I think we should all make the best choices that we can for today and for our future selves. But most of all, we are blessed with the time that we spent on earth and we should love ourselves. Thank you for listening to the Aesthetic Doctor Podcast with Dr. Judith Borger. We'd love to connect with you outside of the show. Follow Dr. Borger on Instagram at Dr. Borger and find more online and ways to work with Dr. Borger at www.theaestheticdoctor.com. Until next time, be well.